Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey fam, this is Levins. Uh, just letting you know that last night, Angus and I recorded an episode of Hey Fam and an episode of Pay Fam over two hours of perfect podcast content. And then uh, when we listened back to my end of the recording, uh, we realized that there was some mobile phone interference over the entire two-hour recording. Um, it was sounded really, really bad. Uh, so I stayed up for three hours last night um, trying to like put different filters on it to try and remove some of the distortion. And I've got it to a point where it definitely sounds much better, but it still doesn't sound as good as what we normally sound like on an episode of Hey Fam. We take a lot of pride in how good our episodes sound. So if you are someone that is... You know, you've grown accustomed to uh, the incredible, perfect audio quality of HeyFam. Just a little warning that this episode uh, is... I kind of just sound like I've recorded it over Skype. Um, I don't think the distortion is too distracting. At least I hope it isn't. Um, but if you are someone who uh, is sensitive to uh, background noise and weird, uh, you know, slight static feedback, maybe uh, just keep that in mind as you're listening to this episode we have worked out what the problem is and we're going to make sure it never happens again i'm sorry that these episodes don't sound as good as the many many episodes of hey fam that sounded before it um and uh, i hope you uh, still manage to enjoy them anyway because the content is good i mean the real crime in this world would be that these two perfect episodes never saw the light of day so we're giving you this content it's just it's 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 tainted it's a little cursed you can refer to these episodes as the damaged episodes of hey fam but i think they're still pretty enjoyable i hope you managed to enjoy the episodes anyway have a great week and we'll see you next week with two perfectly recorded hey fam episodes see you later Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. Please welcome the wickedly talented. Bam, 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 bam. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, fam! Welcome to Hey, fam! Angus is here. I'm here, and me. Evans is also here. I'm here too. Um, it's this been is the third time we've uh, hung out today. Yeah, well, let, let's walk everyone through it. Um, one, you send me a text. We do this every day, but by the way, we we, we, we hang out all the time. We live. <laughs> that actually, my dream actually, is you're you. Usually, the first person I text, and maybe one of the last people I text. My dream is you being my neighbor. Though. That would that would be like my dream is mine is living in your thing out back as like the pool man. <laughs> I, uh... Even though you don't have a pool, I want to live in your shed and just like. Very, do various odd jobs. I'd love, I'd love a scenario in which I'm uh, unemployed. Listen to this. This, this would be really bad when I get fired one day or something, and they can play this clip. I can't wait to be unemployed, like lose my job, and like, 
you need to sponsor me as like the maid or something. That's nice. I like the idea of you winning the lottery, quitting your job, but yeah. then going, oh, I have everything I need in this world. I'm just going to buy Levin's a pool and I'll live in the shed and clean his pool. I want to be a pool man. Yeah. Yeah, this is my kink. My kink is pool man. Yeah, that- uh, There's just something nice, very Ryan from the OC vibes. I remember he lived in the pool room. Um, but we had a uh, we, we we were on live live local ABC radio in Australia today, um, off the back of last week's red hot Sega World episode. Um, the proverbial phone is off the hook. We've got CEOs, CFOs, COOs, everyone, all of them are calling us, and they're saying we're getting more surfers on iTunes. We just need more episodes of the AFAM podcast uh, theme park specials. But yeah, Lindsay. Um, the doctor uh, had us on his his show in, on in Illawarra ABC, ABC Illawarra Radio, which is your is that like your hometown ABC Radio? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's my home turf. I, I felt like Bruce Springsteen playing the Josie. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny. My mum's boss heard who she's a teacher and like the boss called her and was like, "Oh, did you hear your son was on radio?" She's like, "No, I don't listen to this." Like, <laughs> I listened to Double J. I thought it was something funny like that, but she's like, "No, why would I know?" How and many she called to confirm? I love that every, he's like. So he, we did like a twenty-minute segment about last week's episode, and he's like, "Yeah, go listen to Hey Fan. They talk about theme parks. It's really great." And then I, I just know that the middle chunk of that episode, we talked about Tumix. Tumix, and also how much I'm pretty like, sure you said your son ye- was a nerd. You said <laughs> yellow flecks of cum at least once. Oh yeah, he did say uh, when we we're off air. He was like. Um, yeah, I listened to it. He's like, you maybe spent 14 minutes talking about um, theme parks. Yeah, great. He's like, but I'm going to pitch it as a theme park episode. I'm like, hey, man, you're the boss. He also worked, We're just here to- he also worked the numbers and worked out that Angus swears more on HeyFam than I do. A surprise to both of yeah, us. Yeah, and I don't like swearing, so that's you not don't? that I'm like conservative. It's- I just think it's like, it's, it's fine. I don't like it when it's... Over- no, let me take that back. It is good, but only when it's used succinctly, else it loses impact. Um, which is why the bleeps on South Park are funny. Like, and when they actually do swear, it's even more funny. You know what I mean? It's like withholding. I find it's lazy. I think sometimes when people just want to like heighten something. Comedians especially. Yeah. It's just like, it's not that funny. I think anything is good sparingly. Um, so I'm like really going to, I might get a swear jar cranking. Maybe swearing, maybe it wasn't swearing. Maybe meant like Korean porn like i was talking about calm and stuff like that like which isn't isn't swearing no that's the, i that's mean the when holy someone Bible. and you and i've spoken about this like when people say like bloody in front oh, of something I can't handle or, like it. fucking or something and it's just like yeah you don't have to do that yeah. like i just think it's like, like yeah. a cheap way to make someone care about what you're saying which now sounds like like i sound like a fucking idiot but you know what i mean it's like <laughs> just said oh, someone here isn't caring about it oh yeah see jesus <laughs> Bloody so hell, Angus. Would, You've bloody gone and bloody like, done it. It's like maybe someone unskilled, i.e. me, is trying to like heighten the story or like invest someone more so. So rather than saying the red door, they're like the fucking red door. And you're just kind of like, <laughs> oh shit, this guy's uh, not, not, not fucking around now, you know? Then no, swearing's great. Swear as much as you want, but also like be aware... Uh, you won't... Yeah, you just gotta... It's like anything. It's like chocolate. It's like cake. It's like... Um, Two mix. Yep. You know? In moderation. If you read them all at once, you're going to go... You're going you're gonna you're gonna to get, get arrested. Yeah, if you read them... But it's like if you, if, you, if you read them sparingly, it's almost like two mix never goes away. 
Um, I definitely think I agree with you. Australia as a, as a people, everyone beneath the age of 70 should not say bloody anymore. Let it go. Hands down. Whenever we're like characterized in bad American films, it's always someone saying bloody in front of like shrimp, which is something we've never said. We yeah. don't call them shrimp. So. Have, a, have a bloody you go know, at this, you flaming galah. It's always stolen valor when you see an Australian um, call prawn shrimp in a film. Yes. It's weird. Why, why shrimp? There are a lot of other small fish, uh, you know, ocean-based foods. Why did they decide the prawn is a shrimp? I mean, I've also never... I don't think I've ever barbecued a prawn. American listeners... Just, no, I've, I, 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 if if yeah. you're listening to us because you think we're true blue Aussies, I don't think either of us have ever, bar- a, ever barbecued a prawn. Smashing a Foster's <laughs> in the bloody... Also, you can't buy Foster's in Australia. Yeah, it's a lie, right? Isn't it invented just to like sell Australian beer externally? Yeah, is that true? Yeah, I think it was so. Like an eighties thing. Yeah, I think it has something to do with Crocodile Dundee, like with that Australia explosion that happened in the eighties when they were trying to make Australia. There was huge like money put into like ad campaigns worldwide about visiting here with like Paul Hogan, yeah. who became like the unofficial ambassador for the country. And now, ironically enough, we're using him to make people not come here because of COVID <laughs> with his new film, The Fantastic Mr. Dundee, being released. How bad does that look? Why is Chevy Chase in it? The cu- Man, have you seen that cast list? It is truly bonkerinos. <laughs> but and like, what is it? He plays himself, right? It's, it's, I was going to say, yeah, so he's a larger-than-life version of himself. Of Paul Hogan, though, but not, not of Crocodile himself. Dundee. It's, Yes, exactly. I think the plot is he's like being knighted or something, or I don't know. But it's Chevy Chase, John Cleese, Olivia Newton John, Wayne Knight, i.e., Newman from Seinfeld. (laughs) (laughs) It's wild. All right, so the cast isn't that crazy. It's just more Chevy Chase and John Cleese. Well, and then, no, the the most insane person on the list is. um, Oh, Olivia Newton John. And also Reginald Bell Johnson. Do you know who he is? He's Carl Winslow from Family oh, Matters. Winslow's in it? Yeah. What the fuck? Okay, Family Matters is hate. And the cop so. from Die Hard and Die Hard 2. <laughs> it's like things you enjoyed 20 years ago or maybe in a movie. Oh, Paul Fennec in it too. And, uh, and Shane Jacobson, of course he's in it. Kenny. Of course. Um, Crocodile Dundee. So number three. I don't know if I've spoken about this before, but I'll do it again. Guy I work with plays his son in the movie. You know them three when he goes to LA and has a son? Isn't that... Oh, wait, so they've made three Crocodile Dundee movies? So there's one and two, and then in like... Crocodile Dundee in 90s? Los Angeles, that's right. Was it 2001. 2000 or 2001? 2001. Sure. So a, good, a friend of mine and a colleague is the son. Richard Kingsman. And that man... <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, he's he's in it And he didn't know anyone at work knew Because it's a different name on IMDb That's amazing And someone just happened yeah. to watch it and picked it? Or? Well, then we have a Getty account And I found his red carpet video <laughs> From getting interviewed in LA And it's like, it's truly adorable They're like, hey, do you like being in a movie? He's like, yeah, but I miss my brother It's just like such like adorable interview He's never acted since That's amazing So He just got cast because he was like good with animals Like he's like an outdoorsy guy so Crocodile Dundee, Crocodile Dundee 2, massive hits um, in America. Um, and, then, and then they were made in the late 80s. And then Crocodile Dundee 3 is made in 2001. It has uh, a very 
like not a very massive cast, but you, you know who is in it? Paul Fennec, Reginald. No. So you've got Paul Hogan. The only other name I recognise in the list is um, Jonathan Banks. Mike from Breaking Bad is in Crocodile Dundee 3. That's so weird. He plays someone called Milos Drubnik. So he must have a shitty Russian oh, accent. Oh, good. So he's doing some, um, yeah, Eastern European face. Yep. Excellent. That's great. Um, believe it or not, fam, this episode not all about Crocodile Dundee. Um, although, do you well, think... I'm hanging up the, the headphones because Do you think you'd ever watch uh, the very excellent Mr. Dundee? Look, here's the thing. We'll say no now, but you and I are very known for <laughs> recanting shit and uh, doing some really fucked up shit all in the name of the podcast. But secretly, it's mainly for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's a... It links to an... Here you go. The reception. This is a, this is some reviews of uh, the very excellent Mr. Dundee. The, so is it come and gone? It's What's come and gone, story? yeah. It's on... Um, it's, isn't it on Amazon Prime in Australia? I think it is. The kindest Guess comment. what Reginald Val Johnson was in um, just before the very excellent Dundee Avengers Endgame deleted scene as Fire Chief. Oh, he was in that weird scene with Hulk. Yeah, with, with like weird Ro- Ro- uh, PlayStation Roblox. 2 Hulk. Roblox Hulk. Yeah. Um, so that was his li- literally his last film. Wow. Um, the, and Die Hard. The kindest comment I can make about Paul Hogan's new movie is that it includes John Cleese's worst performance ever. Says uh, someone from uh, someone from the Australian. <laughs> oh, dude, Reginald Van Busten is in um, uh, Crocodile Dundee one, so it's probably why he's in two. Right, crazy. They brought, they got him back. Yeah, he plays a character called Gus, uh, which don't trust that man. I'll tell you now. <laughs> so do weird. not trust him. So trust no one called Gus. Paul Hogan. How good is this? I'm looking at the cast list from. Crocodile Dundee one. So there's Crocodile Mick Dundee. Then you've got Gus Duffy Donk Nugget. <laughs> They're four different people. Uh, my culture is not your prom dress, you know? This is this is not who Australians are. So in, in Australia, Paul Hogan is known as Crocodile Dundee first and foremost. And then immediately after that, we know him as a tax evader. That's like he's like, You'd say he's more famous... For for not paying taxes and having tax problems. Yeah, he he and has fallen. On, he's he, yeah, he's slipped in grace, and that's what he's known for now. He sued the Australian government. He tried to sue the Australian government. Um, what for? Be, because of like the, the tax evasion um, problems he was having, and he did, he he likened the Australian tax office to the Taliban and referred to the staff as assholes. <laughs> Paul Hogan, go on, hey fam. The the door is open. Uh, if you need a platform to spread your libertarian views, your anti-government views, we don't agree with them perhaps, but we'll we'll have you on the pod. So maybe you can square this out with uh, the fat cats in Canberra. He had a, he had three thirty two million dollars Australian in a Swiss bank account. So he's had like I mean, you just can't trust that, you know. <laughs> it's never going to look good, even if he's got a Swiss friend who's just minding his money for him. Uh, it's never going to look good. And his movie, he has like, this. It's so weird. He's he, he's just made so few movies in general, but like so few of them have been hits. I remember he was in so here's why the I went, Flipper reboot. Do you remember uh, that Flipper when he played? Flipper? Fuck, that's right. And he was in the original. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Strange the, bedfellows. Which isn't that basically what like <laughs> spurred that film on? It, that came out in two thousand and four. 
that it was based off a musical. And it was, yeah, it's Paul, Paul, um, Paul Hogan and Michael Caton from The Castle playing like, People who pretend to be in a uh, same-sex marriage, right, for tax purposes. Hey, you know who else is in that Isn't movie? Isn't that what Chuck and Larry is about? I don't know. Um, it was play- it, Okay, a very similar plot was was used in I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry in 2007. Yeah. Um, Adam Sandler and Kevin James. You know, accusations that it was a clone of Strange Bedfellows in November 2007. The producers of Strange Bedfellows initiated legal action against Universal for copyright violation, but it was withdrawn. Um, that's what, you know why it was probably withdrawn. That's when Paul Hogan realized he's, uh, his Swiss bank, his money was all in this Swiss bank account. Yeah, yeah. How's this? I had to do, when I was at film school, I remember I had to do like Australian film history, like theory. So it was like early, oh, I was like exploitation films and stuff, but then, which is all sick. But then you get to the eighties where it sucks because of like Paul Hogan. And this is, I mean, there's some good stuff in the eighties, but like the perception of Australia and its cinema was like tainted by him and the, how's this the first Dundee movie is pretty fun first Dundee movie 8 million budget made 328 million Jesus which Christ. is like the equivalent of a 50 million dollar movie making a billion so you know what movie was that was recently a little movie called a little movie about a fish out of water in a, in a big old city called Joker so <laughs> I think I think that uh, Dundee and uh, Joker are kind of brothers but how's this Australia's 104 minutes 98 minutes international so they must have they must be on binge <laughs> or something <laughs> yeah, binge binge had the exclusive American rights binge got the, the, the binge got the drop in the US so he said he came up with it one day this is such a dumb story I suppose it's supposed to be his eureka moment but the idea came to Paul Hogan when he was in New York. He wondered what it'd be like if a Northern Territory Bushman arrived in town. He said, there's a lot about Dundee that we all think we're like, but we're not, because we live in Sydney. He's a mythical outback Australian who does exist in part. The frontiers man who walks through the bush, picking up snakes and throwing them aside, living off the land, who can ride horses and chop down trees and has that simple laid-back philosophy. It's like the image the Americans have of us, so why not give it to them? It's just like... Your character is like seeped in colonialism and it's not even real. And you're just like doing it for America. Like it's such a like shitty like it was the 80s, reason man. to exist. It was the 80s. We didn't, no one knew. Everyone was just doing anything for, for that, for coin. Oh, no, wait. Sorry. And how's this first shot fired? He said, we've always been desperately short of folk heroes in this country. Ned Kelly is pathetic and so are Bush Rangers. This is from the same interview. Okay, I, that's actually... I have so much respect for someone that says Ned Kelly is pathetic. That's so great. And Ned <laughs> Kelly is like a glorified, like, criminal who, yeah, but who all, wore, who all wore heroes a, like, are, a mailbox. Right? Robin Hood head. was... Yeah, but he's an like, actual... Robin Hood didn't actually exist, did he? That's a... He's a character. Ned Kelly didn't exist. Ned Kelly no, did. Ned Kelly definitely existed. <laughs> yeah, people love this shit, though. They're like, you know... Ned Kelly was just a cab. I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> this fuck Dundee's a colonial cop running through. Look at that, he's like picking up snakes and throwing them aside. Did he ask the indigenous folk if he should be doing that? No, he's swinging dick in his tiny shorts, just picking up flora and fauna like he owns the joint. Ned Kelly, on the other hand, a cab, just like I'll fucking kill you, cops, and wear some Tony Stark esque armor in the process. I don't know, man. Plus, Heath Ledger played him. That's way cooler. That is cool. And then another Joker, Joker, another Joker connection. (laughs) I think this is what this is all um, leading to. Jared Leto to play Ned Kelly. And I want Joaquin (laughs) Phoenix to do a gritty reboot of Crocodile Dundee. 
he has such as life tattooed on his forehead, so you know it's Ned Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> is it just me, or are knives getting bigger out there? <laughs> yeah, it, I remember they made a movie, um, and it was like Orlando Bloom and Ned Kelly, right? No, and um, Heath Ledger. Yeah, Ned. And Actually, Ned Kelly. Get man, this goes deep because okay, this was a huge Australian film. The first ever feature film was Ned Kelly, ever yeah, made. Right. The first film. So I think the first yeah long, I th- long I think, feature format. Yeah, I think Paul Hogan took umbrage with the concept of Ned Kelly, cinematic and historical. So you're on the record as anti Kelly. I'm on the record. He is like the Joker. I don't like the people who idolize him, but I do think he's a fascinating character. <laughs> And here he's been portrayed by many characters. <laughs> and he's also A-Cab. Well, I think Ned Kelly is also the Joker, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I think I, I'm just used to seeing, like, you know, when you, when you drive to, like, country Australia yes. and suddenly... Well, like, when you see Ned Kelly here, it's like seeing the um, the Confederate flag. Yes, definitely. Yeah. There's some shitty-ass connotations. But when you look at it historically... He's just a bad guy. Like, that's fine sometimes. Sometimes you need bad people. He was ACAB when the cops were like, hey, don't own people. Yeah. <laughs> no, the cops own people too, yeah, though, right? Maybe. Everyone own people. <laughs> the cops are never good. Ned Kelly, <laughs> Hamilton, they all own people. The only good cops were um, Woody Harrelson in True Detective Season 1 because he's getting that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's smashing. <laughs> smashing so much. He smashes so much. Oh, and then also McConaughey because he smashes his wife. <laughs> well, he smashes Woody Harrelson's wife, smashing. doesn't he? Yeah, she comes over to his like, shitty apartment with like... He, he's like a fuckboy. He has a, a mattress on the floor and some posters <laughs> on the wall. He's like he's a... He's got Leon the Professional like guy, poster on his wall. He's like wall. a dude in Redfern. He's like a dude in Darling, uh, in uh, Darlington or Everly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Living in a share yeah. house, like and, yeah. and when and you, oh, yeah. he's really profound, and when but you, he's not, when you move house, you you're like the first thing you do is put posters on your wall. Yeah, you're like, this is who I am. <laughs> one is Ned Kelly, and one is Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> you stare at them. I want. Lin, I would love Lin for Lin us Manuel to make Miranda a movie that's to like do, to do the Ned Kelly oh, musical. That would be great. And it's but it's oh my god! I was a bush ranger. <laughs> And it's and it's just everyone's just inexplicably like a like actors of color performing bush rangers racist bush rangers songs and speaking <laughs> of Ned Kelly's an immigrant. <laughs> that sounds like um that, that's getting very close to that first series that um speaking of racist Australians, uh, Chris Lilly made with the he where he performed as a white guy a Chinese guy pretending to be Aboriginal. We can be heroes. Yeah, that was like, hey, we can, and, and we were, <laughs> ain't that right, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> that that was like the one series of his that I like stood stood by as he got worse and worse and worse. But now I, I don't think I could even. Oh, we've all got one. I still stand by uh, Summer Height Tie. Oh no, see, I, I, even that, I was like, I'm done. I'm done with Chris Lee. He sucks. I, uh, no, I still like it, it. Is it's very yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't stand by, but that was the show I stood by. I right. was like, hey, he did Summer Height Tie. But you were writing like, dictation yeah. on on. On cars, I was scrubbing off the Ned Kelly that I wrote earlier, and then writing. But then, um, then he, then he, then he just kept digging a grave, and I'm like, yeah, I, I am part of this. <laughs> um, I'm uh, not in this scene. 
So should hey, be- how's this? At eleven, Ned Kelly saved a young boy drowning in a creek. So wow, was he I mean, a cop? Was he a cop? Fuck. Okay, Did so he, he shot cops and cop? saved kids. I, I'm starting to like. Yeah. Again, there's no research uh, going into this. If you like Ned Kelly, let us know. If you don't like him, let us know also. Also, yeah. if you're American, do you know who Ned Kelly is? Ned Kelly jumped into a creek. The Joker dropped, jumped into a vat of toxic waste. Fucking crazy, right? Chemicals, yeah, yeah. That's mental. Um, so I don't know why people are fascinated by him. By it's the armor. It's all, yeah, yeah, he looks like Batman. Ned Kelly. Look, everyone Google Ned Kelly. And he's like, and he he's like the armor that's in the first Iron Man when he escapes that. Impre- it's on it's on display in the State Library of Victoria. Like the armor is there. It's crazy. How funny! It's pretty dope. Like that. Like for a while in Australia, you could list your occupation as bush ranger. What does it mean? Is it like cowboy, basically? Um. Well, you were you were an outlaw, right? Bushranger is an escaped convict. Okay, Bushrangers were originally escaped convicts in the early years of British settlement of Australia who used the bushes of a refuge to hide from the authorities. So you could say you were a Bushranger. Really? Yeah. You'd just be like, I'm a Bushranger. Wow. I'm a Bushranger. <laughs> By trade. My father was a Bushranger. His father was That's a so Bushranger. That's so funny. The earliest documented use of the term is in the February 1805 issue of the Sydney Gazette, which reports that a car had been stopped between Sydney and the Hawkesbury by three men whose appearance sanctioned the suspicion of their being bush rangers. Um, Damn. I wonder if we were... Do you think bush rangers were the original podcasters? <laughs> <laughs> it just... I mean, I kind of do. Creating a new profession we don't, for yourself. Li- we don't, yeah, we living don't outside anywhere. the we're law. Just like, we're stealing Steal- from Patreon. Stealing, yeah, like, stealing from our patrons. Like, yeah, it, we're, we're kind of the same. Um, it's so funny. You go to the Bush Ranger wiki page, and they literally have like a graph of notable Bush Rangers, and they're just like Blue Cap. Apparently, he was like a larger than life figure. Like, <laughs> what a weird history of just like bad dudes. That's all we had to go with for a few while. There's a guy called Sam Poo, like P O O, a Chinese Bush Ranger. I oh, see. That's sick. I want to see that shit. I want an immigrant Bush Ranger story. Yeah, exactly. That's our Hamilton. That's like, yeah, Lin Manuel. We was, need you, dude. His name was Sam Poo. That's sick. He was nicknamed Cranky Sam. Dude, his name <laughs> was already Sam. Sam Poo. That's amazing. <laughs> Cranky Sam. This oh, is that, sick. This is the Bush Ranger I want to know more about. Okay. Oh, I get this. Born on 25th of January. That's That later became Australia Day, which is a bad day. But still, I mean, this guy should be a fucking... Okay, this is the Lin-Manuel. This is Al Hamilton. Sam <laughs> Poo, Chinese Bush Ranger, who was uh, active in Coonabaraban region of New South Wales. He was nicknamed Cranky Sam, was an emigrant to Australia during the gold rush, but instead of mining, took to highway robbery. On the, that, that, that rules. He was a skilled and elusive bushman. He evaded capture for several weeks. He often targeted solitary travellers, both East Asians and Europeans. Okay, he's not good now. He was also... He raped somebody. Oh, shit. But much like Lin-Manuel, you scrub that shit out and you kind of make it a... Damn. That's crazy. Okay, he sucks. He was, he was a bad man. I'm glad he uh, died. But uh, he was hanged, so yeah, good, good on him. <laughs> Sam Pu, the Australian Chinese bush ranger. That's fascinating. I, man. Oh wow! There's actually a sign um, somewhere in Australia that says Sam Pu, Australia's only Chinese bush ranger, was captured in this area on the 18th of February, 1865. That's the name. That's the tagline. Let's do a live Australia's episode. Only there. Chinese bush ranger. Cranky That's Sam. Like, 
Cranky Sam, I can see it now on Broadway. He was hanged. You made Lid Man well, first show. Just going, can't believe we're doing this. He was hanged. You know, they, they, ha- they had to hang him for 30 minutes. That's how you know. He was, cr- he was cranky. <laughs> Hard to kill a cranky man. That's insane. Sam Poo. Rest. Wow. Rest easy. Great immigration story. They all hanged. Lazy. What do you mean? The police. The police? Just come up with some other ways. No, we, we, like, it was about... Wasn't it about like putting on a show? for like that? Like hang, Hanging oh, was yeah, like... In the 1800s, that was their Netflix... Let's go watch. Yeah. Let's go watch Australia's only Let's Chinese watch, bush ranger. Yeah. Get di- Let's go watch Sam Poo die for half an hour. Let's watch Sam Poo shit himself while he dies. Except um, um, when uh, Murdoch bought the concept of hanging, and their hangings were were, were twenty seven minutes long because they binged it. Always big, always big kudos to um, uh, in films when someone gets choked. And they shit themselves. That's the realism I like want in my films, you know. <laughs> um, so hey, we actually have some things that we wanted to talk about tonight, Angus. But I mean, like, if you wanted to oh, keep, keep talking about Bush Rangers, <laughs> um, maybe yeah, we should fine. make Bush Rangers cool again, so we can get like a, a video game about them. <laughs> well, yeah, Red Dead. If you're running out of ideas, um, uh, get your ass over here. So what do we got? We have uh, the anime that I talked about last week. Angus has seen it too. Ride your wave. Um, there was also a yes Nintendo Simpia indie Dad. indie sh- indie showcase that, um, this morning that we both watched. Um, there's a, been a whole bunch of uh, games news and games. I don't know. We're, we're thinking about online gaming 2020. Um, mainly, we're disappointed in that new Avengers game, or, or just weirded out. By well, it I'm not disappointed. I I'm quite confused. Yeah, I sound like an old dude now, but I found the the messaging around the game to be kind of murky, and maybe that's I'm just not reading uh, properly yet again, which wouldn't be the first time I <laughs> haven't done research. But but I just I, I'm very confused by the game. But the bulk of tonight's episode is is something that Angus is he's been doing some research into uh, ten years ago. If you can think back, uh, everyone, to uh, the year. 2010. Um, what what kind of movies were we watching, Angus? What was the biggest movie of 2010? Um, well, I mean, Toy Story 3 was, I think, technically, but it was also the year Inception just came and everybody, for at, just for four years afterwards, made Inception jokes. They would say, like, remember on Twitter, everyone's like, this is like Inception. You're like, it doesn't even make sense, but I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah. Remember it just became like a punchline? Anything, if anything was like slightly on an angle, it was like, oh... It's Inception. Inception. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just got thinking. I mean, we've got a possible Kanye album this year, a new Drake record, a new Christopher Nolan movie. But like all those things are now <laughs> just like the bad, like weird Twilight Zone versions of because of like COVID and certified lover boys and just <laughs> oh, okay. uh, well, going that- ham on Twitter. But then I was like thinking back 10 years ago. We had Inception, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, and Drake's debut album, and it's just like, whoa, so much has happened, and all the, it just got me thinking. That that like also we, we had no idea that Disney were going to buy Star Wars. There was like MCU was like a laughing stock compared to the Nolan films, like not a laughing stock, but no one like thought like Iron Man, Cap One, and um, Thor One were going to do anything. That was pre Avengers. Well, is Avengers two twenty twelve or twenty eleven, dude. Yeah, it's super crazy. 
Um, but yeah, so like they were like, would you say like you know like the biggest good, the yeah, biggest movie for the you? Big... Biggest movie oh, for you Inception, that year would have been Inception. Um, Dude, I loved Inception. And then uh, Inception is, I stand by it. It's a fucking dope movie. I watched it again this weekend. It holds up incredibly well. I still think it's the best Nolan film. Really? It is like, yeah, I just think it's like a perfect distillation. Like it's, it's visually amazing. The concept is so cool and original. It's so weird. It's not based on a book or like even Prestige and stuff is based on a book. Dunkirk was based on like a war called uh, Call of Duty, (laughs) Modern Warfare (laughs) 1. Not Modern Warfare, just the original Medal of Honor. Um, But yeah, I think it was the first Christopher Nolan product. No, it wasn't. But it's just like, it's so original. Just watching it again, I was like, fuck, man, this this doesn't happen at all. And I think I've said that before on the pod, but like, it never happens. Like, original IP going that big. The last time before it was Avatar. (laughs) Literally, the year year prior. Do you look at the top 10 movies? If if they make it an Inception world at Disneyland. For real. That would be fun. Top 10 movies. Oh, it'd be amazing. But it's it, Toy Story 3. To jump in a bar. Alice in Wonderland, which is like oh, what a, a remake. Weird, what a weird footnote, though, that that movie was... That yeah. It, it was massive in China, wasn't it? Yeah, it made one... It made a billion dollars. So weird. Um, Alice in Wonderland, Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows 1, Inception, Shrek Forever After, Twilight 4, Iron Man 2, and then it ends with three original IPs, Tangled, Despicable Me, which became a franchise, yep. and How to Train Your Dragon, yeah. which became a franchise. And arguably Tangled did too, because there's a 2D animated series. Also, Tangled's based on Rapunzel. Mm-hmm. And, so it's just crazy. And, and How, to, how to Train Your Dragon is based on children's books as well. Mm. That's right, and Despicable Me is based on French people, I think. Is, it? <laughs> is that what minions are? <laughs> and then like, Minions. If we got any French listeners, uh, please confirm whether <laughs> the minions are based on you. Minions are based on you. I always thought that. I think the director's French, so maybe there's a little, a uh, little bit of French. Yeah, his name's Pierre Coffin. That's a great name. It's like Dead Peter. <laughs> Is that? Uh, he's a French person. There you go. The creator of Minions. He is. Is this your uh, thing? Where you- Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Uh, you just think minions are a ripoff of the rabbits? The, French, the Ubisoft rabbits? Yes. Right. Thank you. You that's did the Angus Truscott lack of research. <laughs> uh, yes, that's exactly... <laughs> Exactly what I think. But yeah, I mean, it kind of stands out when you look at that list. Yeah, totally. It's like an adult-oriented, hard... Not hard, but science fiction film that's not based on anything. And the only other time that's kind of happening is a couple of years later, I guess, of Interstellar, like on that level, and now Tenet. Yeah. Obviously, there are others, but I mean, like, tentpole films that a studio is, like, relying on. And this was huge, because this was post-Dark Knight. This was his first film. This is, this is the movie that he got to make because he made the, the Batman movie, yes. right? And it's something he's been, he'd been wanting to do for ages, I think. Because um, in his first movie, is it following the characters called Cobb as well? Right. Which is Leo's character's name. Um, so, yeah, f- flash forward 10 years. I mean, after Inception, we got Dark Knight Rises, Interstellar, Dunkirk, and now Tenet, which is like, if any movie sums up how fucked 2020 is for Hollywood... I think it's got to be Tenet yeah. in that it, you know, the, oh, it's it's coming out this these dates. Oh, wait, no, it's not. It's getting delayed again. Like, it's been delayed. It gets delayed, yeah. delayed these tiny increments of time. Um, and then America just gets worse and worse. Um, so that it's just the, a big question mark as to when it's coming out in America. Angus and I have We've tickets. We've got it this Saturday. This Saturday, we're going to go see it in 70 millimeter. Um, we're going to be bringing You out- mean noon. Oh, <laughs> noon's coming. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Is that good? That's great. Yeah, it's you, me, and Noon. Noon Kirk 7.30 Saturday night. Couple boys just going to the movies. That's crazy. How good is that? It, it is. It just feels surreal. Like that. It feels insanely surreal. That we are seeing, yeah. that we're part of a very small like group of people in the world that are allowed to go see... In the thousands? Probably maybe? the biggest... It's an advanced screening. It's not even out until the following week in Australia. Yeah, but even it's still, like, like it, it coming out in Australia before... I mean, is it coming out in, in, like, the rest of the world yet, or...? It's coming out in Europe, some parts of Europe and Australia. That's so funny. Like, it is, like, the biggest original IP release of the year, right? This probably would have been the biggest movie of the year. There's no big MCU movies anymore. Oh, no, there was. I mean, there was going to be Black Widow. I reckon this would have made more than Black Widow because people be sexist. <laughs> and then what, what, what's the uh, other MCU movie? There's no Star Wars. With Ripped um, uh, Mal in it. Uh, Eternals. Eternals. That wasn't coming out this year, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was, that was late. Yeah, right. That, that, that's it. That, I, feel, I feel the most sorry I, like for, for Kamal Nanjiani. Because he got so ripped, and now no one will get to see him on screen being ripped because of. But COVID. I feel pumped for him because he means he can just eat whatever he wants now. That would be so great when he finally does press. How he's just like put on like fifty kilos. Yeah. I would, I would like that. That would be. Uh, he's like the movie's been made, man. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, um, but yeah, he, so he tried making Inception. I just saw in two thousand one, but then did Batman and stuff to learn how to make a big movie because he kind of just done small films before that. Right. Uh, Insomnia and Memento. But dude, have you seen it recently? Inception? No, I haven't. What's the streaming it's on? So good. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's uh, Leo. Right? I got it like I, I've got it on 4K. So 
What happened to Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Why isn't he in things anymore? Well, isn't Dark Knight Rises and then kind of slipped away, huh? Yeah, he was like, he was he was uh, Chris's boy. He was on the comeuppance, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's not in Tenet. I I I, I try to avoid as much as I can of Tenet. I know I know be... actually nothing about Tenet. All I know is that the the main character's name is like protagonist. Isn't it something like it's that? A, what? They're marketing it as the protagonist, just because I think there's no information. Yeah, that's great. Like, there's no information. All I know, too, is um, Ludwig Goranson, who did Black Panther's score, and Mandalorian's doing the score, because Hans Zimmer was doing Dune, so couldn't. Right. Um, yeah, and Travis Scott has done a song for it, which is crazy. <laughs> so funny. Which Chris Nolan today, did you read that thing? How he's like, it's the key, it was, a, it was the key to a year-long puzzle, like, Travis making the song and it's like for the movie. It's uh, it's so funny because I feel like the only thing those two guys have in common, Christopher Nolan and Travis Scott, is Fortnite. Oh yeah, oh Christopher okay. Christopher oh, yeah. Nolan we, did all we those, can draw that did all those screenings of he did a screening of it of Inception in in in, uh, in Fortnite. Well, I don't think he did. I, he doesn't Didn't, own. He a introduced phone. it. I think. Well, they would have sent an IMAX camera to his house to film himself. <laughs> sent a he, has, he, he has no idea. And then, yeah, I don't know. And then Travis Scott like did got, a live performance in Fortnite. Um, I just got thinking about 2010, and I was like, what? <laughs> and my older was shit just heaps cooler then. <laughs> like, there was no COVID. That's a win for 2010. <laughs> you and I were younger. That's cool. I'm now I'm now thinking about how COVID brought Travis Scott and Christopher Nolan together, and all the news of Fortnite uh, this week. How Epic Epic Games? What was it? At, at, they Fortnite was removed from the App Store and from the Google Play Store. Yeah. Um, so those stores um, take a cut because 30%. I guess it's like, yeah, they're like, we're the mall and you pay rent to sell. You know what I mean? It's just like, if they're the shopping mall, you're the shop inside. And it's like Epic or whatever. It's not negotiable. It's like, it, 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 it's, it's not negotiable. It's, yeah. But yeah, it's like, and it's, it's kind of like, you can just imagine them like going in for meetings and Apple being like, well, you know, yeah, I wish, I wish we could change it, but you know, like those are the rules. That's the way it's always totally. been. That's the way it's always going to be. Like, it's like you guys can change the rules, I guess for Fortnite. They, they probably, I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll see them change the rules because of this. Apparently but, I think they have let, they've, they've like lowered it for Amazon. I think. Yeah, I think they reached a deal or something. Yeah, but then again, it's just like these people wouldn't be hitting those people if they weren't getting apps through those stores. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, thirty percent of I'm not I'm not really on either side, but I can see. No, they're both. I I take no side because they're both like enormous, (laughs) like rich, enormous companies. companies. Yeah, yeah, and I think there's some tension because Tencent, the Chinese company, owns has a like a huge 60% stake in Fortnite now the people that own WeChat right everyone's scared <laughs> and, of China and, and Epic that's what it all comes well, down yeah. to everyone's fear well everyone of China. was just I, I saw someone's argument was just yeah it comes back to xenophobia <laughs> but I saw someone's argument that everyone's like, scared of Cranky Epic Sam do this it's Cranky Sam man we were warned <laughs> Cranky um, Sam VR Cranky, <laughs> Cranky Sam skin on Fortnite <laughs> dancing to Travis Scott while I'm trying to watch a Chris Nolan movie. I, imagine that. I'm just going to come home. I've had a hard day at work. I'm going to fire up Fortnite and watch Inception and hope no one's jumping up and down in front of the virtual <laughs> screen. Like, just fucking hell. I know that, like, 
we're not supposed to understand like streamers and stuff like that. But I, why is I, that? Like, why are we cool. not supposed to understand? Because we're too old. Well, we're of that generation where we're like, I'd rather play the video game than watch Some, like PewDiePie. Someone play scream over hours. it, yeah. Yeah, like we're of that generation, and I understand why kids watch it. That's fine. This again, get out my old man card. Why the fuck are you gonna watch a movie in Fortnite when you can watch it without like Fortnite. potentially yeah. getting shot? I and l- <laughs> people just teabagging you or whatever they do. I just uh, it would be amazing if Christopher Nolan is just like he's like Team Fortnite now and like Tenant. The last thing on screen is hashtag Free Fortnite. Like it's the- it would be great if he had like uh, an epiphany, just like James Cameron had with 3D cameras when he did Avatar. And he's just like, well, this is all I do now. And you know how Nolan's such a stickler for, like, old school stuff? Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, I need to rethink everything. And he, like, makes his movies in Fortnite now. Yes. Like, he's obsessed with the technology and just, like, he, he just sells his I- IMAX gear, you know, withdraws everything. He, like, he's upset now that he asked television manufacturers to put in a theater mode. And he's like, I don't know what I was thinking. I need 60 frames per second in Fortnite to watch a screen you're not even watching the movie you're watching a virtual screen where you have to get a straight angle at for the movie to look good like it's just fucking stupid so funny it's so good yeah <laughs> I, I um that is yeah, a, tenet? i admire oh. the, the insanity of, of watching a movie in fortnite i think it's a it's, it's a stupid move but i love it it's it's literally the apple of it's like mistake. it's like someone who's watching a, a movie while being on their phone at the same time. It's the inverse of that. Well, like you're on some, the phone. Don't the majority of people play Fortnite on their phone? So they'll be watching Inception on a screen in Fortnite. That's what I mean. On it's the phone. inverse of that. No, but they're on their in phone, the phone yeah, watching yeah, a movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the movie is the smaller thing, and it's like <laughs> the distractor of you trying to play Fortnite. It's insane. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I just I, I was thinking this year we've got this like again, much like Tenet, a Kanye album which seems to have, you know, it's God's Country, then Donda, then Donda with Charlie. It's just not coming. We've got Drake. It's bonkers. Who's why is he? Little. Why is he doing this? I mean, why is he doing everything this year? But I just oh, I, no. Why has he ever done anything? Yeah, I just I, I I actually hate Kanye news now. I don't want. I'd rather. Oh, welcome to. Ha- that's how I, how I feel sick every time I see his name. As someone who, like, really likes his music and, like, lots of parts of him, every time I see his name, I'm just like, it's going to happen now. What's like, I don't even want to see the news. He's just saying the worst shit and then... But also, I, again, we've said this before, like, I, we also know he's, like, not well. But also there comes a degree where it's like, okay, you need to, like... Yeah. I, 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 I think he's in a Michael Jackson situation where he's just so connect disconnected from reality and normal everyday people and has a team of people around him who are paid to say yes that he just can't relate to anybody and he is not being told the right things and also he's ignoring advice from the right people and he's untouchable to a degree and it's just like th- these stories never end well is one of his kids old enough to tell him that he shouldn't be running for president yet I mean, is he even running for it? He had, he, I know Diplo was in an article this week with The Atlantic saying Kanye told him that like 12 years ago and was dead serious. What if it like, he, he has said that for 10 years or so. Yeah. He's like, it's like none of it's new either. I, I, I think one thing it shows me, it's like the goldfish nature of people's news retention, but also like the way the news cycle is just the same news over and over again. Like every time he says it, it's a new story. He said it like eight... I remember when he said it eight years ago. I remember when he said it on stage at a Pablo 
music video reveal. He's yeah. always said it. Yeah. It's none of it's new. But now like, it's just now that we've seen someone who isn't political become president. We're like, oh, okay, could happen now. Yeah, but I mean, the other day he posted about Kamala Harris, and then he, and he like, a, like, kind of like a respectful post about her, and then was like, I can't wait to, um, to go up against you in the election. Yeah, but also he is a hip hop dude on Twitter. Like, when was the last time you took anything somebody said on Twitter series, let alone a rapper? Like, I think people give too much. Like, I think like there's too many think pieces about things that he thinks is funny. Shit talking on the internet. Yeah, but th- but he is literally like registered. But how do you know? As someone, no, but he, how do you know that he's maybe joking? No, no, but the, the, they've reported that he made it. He's he's on the ballot in certain parts of America. Like he, that's not. Yeah, that is a pretty like. I mean, as epic of a prank as that is, I think that that's I taking know, it man. further it than be... just a joke. Yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah, I, 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 I still am of the opinion where I don't think the guy is well, and I don't think that's an excuse. But no, I, I, but... I, I don't think the guy is well either. But I mean, at what point, like, do we have to just fucking in- well, you endure? You have to let people endure, do yeah. hurt themselves to find out. You know, like when you're old enough. Like, unfortunately, he's refused help. I mean, the thing that bums me out. Remember that string of tweets like a few weeks ago? Like, we did 15 in a row about like how he's scared he's going to get killed by his family and he's scared of his kids getting, like, put on Playboy magazine. Remember he had that full meltdown? Yeah, but Like, then, that breaks my heart. And I'm he, just like... Yeah, but any, any sympathy that, that guy I, is I have not for well. him dissipates as soon as he starts, like, doing a string of anti-abortion tweets. Like, I don't know. I like that. I'm pretty... I'm, 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 uh, I'm ha- I would be very happily, like, mute all, all reference to that dude for the rest of my life at this point. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't know. You've got to take the good with the bad. What's the good? I, I, I don't like a lot of the shit he said. Uh, the music, the, the, the incredible canon of music he created, the, the way he's kind of responsible for anything that's like culturally popular for the last 20 years. No, it, like music-wise, fashion-wise, culture-wise. I'll give you that. Yeah, we'll see what he's responsible for so many music. Like he is a nebulous of culture. It's hard not to... It, like You can't discount things that he's given. So, like, two years from now when everyone's, like, anti-abortion and, and worried that their family's going to kill them, we'll be like, oh, Kanye started this. Thanks, Kanye. For real. Yeah, you watch. It's on the <laughs> You've back. done it again. Uh, look, also, I think he's been brainwashed by fundamentalist Christians. Yeah, so that's it. I, I, like, know, you know, and when people are, you know, uh, have bipolar, a lot of the time people turn to alcohol, which he's done. They turn to drugs which he's done and then they turn to religion and try to be the best at it like they were at the other things and you know the dude's been hurting since he lost his mother I don't know man it's a complicated thing it's, I, I think it's grey it's not black or white I think we've got to listen to people who are hurting rather than ignore them but I mean people, um, we, we are listening to him but at the point when he starts hurting people that's when it's bad but I still think he just hopefully the right people are talking to him was, I, you know I felt happy when I saw like Dave Chappelle go there and stuff like that I'm hoping these people are talking him down like he's alienated people I don't know I just think I think it's easy I think mental health is still like the biggest taboo that a lot of people don't like to talk about or aren't and rightfully so no one knows how to talk about it properly like only trained professionals and when you hear like I don't know it, it is hard to hear people talk about it when people don't know what they're talking about and it's hard to see that publicly sometimes you know what I mean? Like a, yeah. a big conversation. Like, this guy's crazy. And it's like, uh, yeah, in like 300 years ago, he'd be called like the village idiot or something. But I don't know. 
Yeah, like I'm, it's I'm, complicated. It's it, the thing is, there's no right or wrong. I'm it's very, just com- I'm it's very a complicated. careful with the language that I use to describe that that situation. But at the same, totally. At the same time, like I, I feel like at, at at some point you just have to be like, I don't know, how much how much uh, sympathy are you supposed to have for this thing that isn't going away, isn't getting better? Isn't, yeah. So yeah, Christopher it's Nolan like, uh, definitely faring better than Kanye West in 2020. But still, you know, Tenet, I don't know. Tenet's still not out yet. <laughs> he's not running. Kanye for president. could drop an album no, before Tenet. Is he going to run for prime minister? Yeah, he's going to become the Queen of England. <laughs> queen of Fortnite. For real. Um, what about Drake? So 2010, Thank Me Later, his debut album came out. Debut album comes out after a string of mixtapes. What did he have? He had what's on that one? That's You're the Best. Comeback season. What's on? What's on? Oh thing, yeah, you're the best. Um, uh, fireworks, karaoke. Just an option. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. What's that one called again? Find your love. Da, da, da. And uh, over. It, oh yeah, it, it's like it's it's a good if like you know fairly. It's pretty basic, basic R&B pop album. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy to think that that guy would go on up until like you know the last two years to to be like I feel like now he's the village idiot, right? Like Drake uh, in 2020. He's just a goofball now. I think he's gone full circle. I think he was made fun of at the start of his career for being this like soft boy, ex R and B dude, Degrassi dude, yeah, ex Degrassi. And then like he leveled up with Take Care and Nothing Was the Same, and then had some huge singles. Like I think they're both great albums. I think Nothing Was the Same is a far better album because it's half the length of uh, Take Care, which is way too long. It's like 21. 21- Everyone's like, Drake does all these new long albums to, to game streaming. I'm like, nah, man, Take Care was 21 songs, like the original version. Mm, <laughs> He's well, always... Yeah, he, he always has way too much on his record, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but, but then like, he just kind of you just have, when, put out, and he's on every song now, and he's on feature on every other artist's song. So I'm not, de- he's kind I'm of, not DJing think, at the moment, and so I have no exposure right. to Drake at the moment. And I've got to say my life is better because of it. I definitely like. I I I thought "Nice for What" was an amazing song. Um, that was a sick and, song. And uh, there was a couple other good songs off that record. And I do I do like his features. I like in general that he um, will put on like you know reggaeton artists. He did a song with Bad Bunny that I really like. And he'll do like um, uh, like he'll work with like Burner Boy and other um, uh, like you know dance hall and um, and uh, oh, what's it? it's Afrobeat artists um and in general like, even and even like like british artists like grime as well like he's always championing other music scenes and then incorporating the influence that he sometimes gets he from. even takes their accent yeah totally if they're lucky if he really likes you he'll take your accent but man i was at when i was at your house um your parents house and um you and you archie and my and your dad were playing monopoly deal outside and i got started on dinner inside i was yeah. in, in your kitchen by us by myself cooking and you just had that. What it must have been a recent Drake release, um, blaring. And I, I was actually like, oh, what my was blood it? it might have been his, boiling. While what I was, was it? His demo, like that Darkland demo tape. <laughs> and you came in, and I was like cooking, and like I must have looked really serious, like gritting my teeth. And you were like, hey man, are you all right? Can I get you anything? And I think I just snapped. <laughs> I snapped at you, and I was like, can you get this fucking pedo music off? No, you did say that. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, they're like the ag- most aggressive thing I've ever said to Angus before, I think. Yeah, you called Drake a pedophile. <laughs> but it's so, it's, he's so creepy. I did, his R&B stuff is so creepy to me now. What? But his rap stuff's bad. Yeah, I know. Like, but, tough rap. 
he, so there's nothing he can do now. Yeah, I just uh, he, he, I, I mean, he, he's pretty good at reinventing himself and his sound. So I'm, I'm sure this is just a phase. But uh, well, he had a new single out last week. Yeah. So tell me about this recent Drake drama because he he's had so, a, so he released a new single with uh, Lil Durk. Yep. Uh, I figure it, laugh now, cry later. It's like a poppy as hell song. It's not rap. It's not R and B. It's like just poppy. Yep. Very, very poppy. Funny meme video. It's like that thing where he just leans into being a meme. Yep. And it generally works for him too. Yeah. He's like crying and stuff in it. Like you can tell it was made with gifts in mind. Yep. But he said at the end, I know he Instagram saying like coming from my next studio album, certified lover boy, which is like hands down the worst title. Yeah, for a record so it's, ever. It's especially when like you have like a like a, a sus history with like your baby mama. Like he's a man. He's son. a father. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, and but like, he's calling himself lover boy. All like the, all the stories about him grooming young women. That's worse than going for president. <laughs> like <laughs> calling your album certified <laughs> lover boy when you're like in your thirties with a like kid, illegitimate kid, and like yeah, have been like. Known to DM the occasional sixteen-year-old, you're just like, come on, like that is bad. Yeah, and totally. the excuse is the excuse that he's just Canadian <laughs> doesn't fly this time. But he's lost the trademark; he couldn't trademark it apparently. Yeah, it's so funny. So what? So who? Who? Um, who like? Uh, like who registered that before he could? Me. <laughs> it's my dating app. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. Loverboy? That <laughs> you know Loverboy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. No, I don't know. But he doesn't have it. So funny. What a weird thing to want. But I mean okay, back to so Nolan, huge movie ten years ago, massive gold. Like Inception, as far as I remember, was like a critical success as well, right? Like it was widely adored. Yeah. And it was seen as like, you know, a rare a rarity even then before we had like MCU out the wazoo and stuff like that. Drake was kind of this memey little guy that I don't think at the time he was like known as Wheezy's protege. No one thought he was going to be as big as he was. Yeah, even with that first album. the Lil like, Wayne connection. He was on like that was like that was such an amazing. Era. He was on Young Money. That was when Cash I started, Money. When, so, when yeah. I started taking him seriously, when he like like hell yeah fucking right with Lil Wayne mm. and um, all of the like DJ Khaled. Um, uh, I'm on one. He was such a he, he was one. such a good hook guy. And that's what everyone the started motto. taking him seriously. Stay scheming. Yeah. Yeah. Stay scheming. Um, but then also 10 years ago, back to the Kanye thing, we have this guy now who's like in a ranch by himself saying some insanely provocative shit. Okay, that bit hasn't changed. But just saying stuff that's not, not good, probably not faring well, is a family man. 10 years ago, he was by himself, single, and just put out like what is still considered like what the, one of the greatest albums of all time in the modern yep. era, and his best album, "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy," which was like an apolo- Like it made people forgive him for shit he'd done up until that point. That was when everyone, mainly was like, the Taylor Swift, yeah, Beyonce thing. Yeah. But how weird is it now? Ten years later, Taylor Swift put out an album with the National and Bonavere. <laughs> And like, you just, if you could tell people <laughs> this stuff 10 years ago, like, okay, Kanye's going to be running for president and wore a MAGA hat. You'd be like, no, what are you talking about? That's Taylor Swift. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but Taylor Swift yeah. also is like, 
still writing songs about her relationship with Kanye and like how how he like those people wronged her and like like that, that you can read into every second song she writes is still like a response to to totally to that. But it's just funny that like how everything has drastically changed for every one of those players. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of corny, yeah. but it's kind of like damn. Ten, I was just like fuck. Ten years ago. I was blasting Dark Fantasy. Kanye was doing Good Fridays. Everyone was loving that shit. It was pre-streaming. Remember every Friday he'd drop a new song for 12 hours and delete it? Yeah, that's right. And there was like Monster. Like there were huge songs. Was it Justin like Bieber massive. remix he did? with, uh, Ray- with Dude, uh, Runaway with Love with RZA. Raekwon. Was it Raekwon or RZA? No, it was Raekwon. Raekwon. Yeah, I put that play. I have a playlist of it on my iPhone, the Good Friday playlist. It's next level. It's so good. That was when they went to Hawaii and he just had like 20 people there. Nicki Minaj, like a no-name rapper, like, you know, young. Like, it was so crazy when you you hear these names. Drake was there. Kid Cudi, who was like nobody. And just Pusha T, who like clips had just split and stuff. It's kind of crazy. They were all, they were all, they all had at least a few hits under their belt by that point. Totally. Like Kid Cudi already had Day and Night, which is still his biggest song. Yeah, for real. But it's still just now funny to be like 10 years later. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're right. If you told me any of those people, including Taylor Swift, and if you told me Drake would be the biggest recording artist and like knock the Beatles off the Billboard charts, like based on Thank Me Later, I'd be like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Because I remember like, here, I, I, I didn't like that album that much because I think I liked the mixtape before, So Far Gone. You know the one where he like raps over 808 and yeah, Heartbreak yeah, yeah. songs? And like... I thought that was a better project, but this I found it like quite sterile, the debut album. But then when he put Take Care out, that was when everyone was like, oh, this is great. Everyone took him seriously because he said, uh, you know, he said Take Care. But yeah, man, wild. I mean, who, who, who are we going to be saying that about in 2030, Hey Fam? What's the best album? What's like the, the what are the like the big movies of, of this year? There's We're no going to be going, I can't Sonic, believe the DCEU is the most successful... <laughs> No, we're talking Film about franchise ever. Whoever directed who, who directed Sonic the Hedgehog? We'll be talking about their next movie, their their yep. movie in 2030, um, and um, how it is the last movie once again before another disease breaks out and like kills a lot of people. <laughs> what albums have even made a splash this year? Music's so weird. I don't know. I don't know what what albums have made a splash. I feel like is, is Taylor's album the only album that like literally everyone was talking about and then what like wet ass pussy <laughs> this yeah this is a year yeah, of wap 20 20 30 it's it's they're gonna release dap dry <laughs> dry <dick>. ass dry <laughs> ass pussy it's tw- 10 dry years and it's like sorry guys it's dry now like and no dab and dried ass and balls. It's, it's 10 years it's really cool to have a dry pussy <laughs> yeah because everyone's super conservative because of President Kanye's um, <laughs> successful third term. Oh, God. So everyone wants a dry-ass pussy. <laughs> Drake has uh, finally got certified lover boy. <laughs> yeah, but he's, yeah. Trademarked. And he's, and he's got, and he's, he's been diagnosed with Benjamin Button disease and he's actually getting younger. Yeah, it's fine. It's actually cool for him to hit it. Yeah. <laughs> People are calling the Stranger Things girl a pedo because <laughs> she's going for Drake. Um, Nintendo still haven't. People are like, maybe, maybe Nintendo released forty-five year anniversary three D collection of Mario games. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. So uh, in between 
of, of, that we're, we're going to get the Switch U in like three yeah. years, and that'll, that'll <laughs> tank. Yeah, they're going to have a dud again. And they're going to have a dud. And then in yeah, 2030, yeah, yeah. we'll have another massive hit that'll be completely unrelated to the to the Switch, just like yeah. the, the Wii was un- unrelated to the Switch. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Fuck. What, what albums have been big? I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, I don't... I'm looking at 20... I think, like, music isn't... Make, while music is obviously easier to obtain than, like, new films and stuff, I do think, like, the industry has taken a huge hit and people have... I know a lot of people have delayed albums, like, people who are making records. Yeah, it's so funny, like, just the music industry. Like, even even in 20, 2010, it was, like, dying. And now it's, like, it's still... It's, like, it's just a completely different beast now with, like, streaming numbers. Yeah, Stream- streaming's so weird. <laughs> it's my obtuse statement, but it it is like Lady Gaga. He, they, and has- I I do love the fact that music is truly democratized now, and like if you have an internet connection, like the, you don't have to have like. Pri- I remember I used to be on like private blogs that were password protected to like download new albums, and you felt like. Ooh, I'm not going to share this for a while. This one's cool, but now it's yeah, like mine, so it's truly democratized, and that's like really cool. But also, like, do we just have a lesser value for this shit now? Because well, yeah, it is a- a- literally Apple worth music, nothing. Apple Music tells me Apple Music every week makes a playlist of music that you've been listening to. Have you seen that? I have like I have uh, there's a there's a playlist that gets refreshed every week called Friends Mix, and it's every oh. every song that your friends have been listening to on high rotation, and yeah, mine's just all songs that you've been listening to. What's on there? Blink One Eight Two. I was listening <laughs> to them today. I'll have a look. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, let's look. So let, let's do this again in, in twenty thirty, um, and 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 see what our findings are. I can't. Believe, I can't wait for Zack Snyder to make the best film. We'll, yeah, we're, yeah. You and me are spending most of twenty thirty apologizing to Zack Snyder because he's our he's our about fav- time. He's our favorite. Uh, Favorite filmmaker in twenty thirty. We've got him on the podcast. Yeah, and we're thank we're we're thanking him for his service. <laughs> and uh, we're both soldiers as well, um, fighting in the um, in the Epic Games versus Apple War, which has just hit Australian shores. But we 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 fight virtually on Fortnite. Yeah, it's quite obviously. Um, you, of course, and um, we're stealth. Um, soldiers who um, make all their kills while people watch Inception. Last of Us Three will come out in 2030 as well <laughs> on PlayStation Five, and it will be the end of PlayStation. It will be like the last game to come out on PlayStation Five, and then the P- PS Six yeah. will come out a few months after. Man, hundred percent good predictions. Uh, so that's it for Hey Fam. But guess what, everyone? We have millions of things that we meant to talk about this episode that we're going to talk about over the next hour because every single week we record one episode of Hey Fam, then we. Hit stop, then hit it again for PayFam, um, a whole other hour of PayFam, uh, which you can access by going to patreon.com slash PayFam. Um, it's $5 a month, which gets you an extra episode, full-length episode of PayFam every single week, plus access to our excellent Discord community, which, uh, who knows, maybe maybe after this episode we might have to start a uh, Crocodile Dundee channel or a Bush Ranger channel. And uh, everyone, let's yeah. I want to bring back bush ranging. Everyone, that's in, my big twenty twenty. Everyone in our Discord can just talk about their favorite bush rangers, um, and, and then we'll then we'll put a list of them together and send it to Lin Manuel Miranda, and it's history in the making. Wow, no one knew who Lin Manuel Miranda was in twenty ten. Maybe maybe you're right, Angus. Twenty ten was a better time. 
I can't wait for President Miranda. <laughs> Manuel Miranda. M- Miranda. Is his surname Manuel Miranda? Or is his, name, is his first name Lynn Manuel? Yeah. Or has he got two surnames? Uh. Is his first name Lynn? And then he has two surnames. Yeah, it's Lynn Manuel Miranda. Miranda. Sure. Yeah. So President Miranda. Yeah, President. He- El-, El Jefe. Um, so, uh, yeah, come, 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 come over to PayFam. We're going to be talking about Ride Your Wave, uh, the Nintendo Indie Directs that happened this morning, um, and, uh, our thoughts on what we've seen of the, uh, Avengers, um, game, plus, uh, what, um, what's the new Ghost of Tsushima mode? Is that something else I got announced today? Uh, Sicko mode. Yep, Ghost of Tsushima, Sicko mode, obviously. Yeah. Um, Fall Guys, I've been playing a bunch of that. Um, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. finale, uh, and uh, Angus has been watching Fargo, which is very exciting too. <laughs> I won't be talking about that. It's I'm going to force... old show. Yeah, well, no, I'm yeah. not going to talk... Just wait till I finish it all. I don't want to talk okay. about season one. We've already done that on the podcast. People can ask for their money back, because we'll be literally covering stuff that we've forgotten we have. Oh, wait, so you're re-watching one and two now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm starting from the start. I'll talk to you about it when I finish one and three. One, two, three. Okay, good. You That's seen, a promise. You haven't seen three. With uh, no. one of your favourite actors Yui. playing a dual role. Lin Manuel Miranda. That's right. <laughs> um, Alright, let's do PayFam. Okay, thank you so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Otherwise, come over to patreon.com slash AFAM. Enjoy your morning. Bye. See in the thread. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.